out of respect to those who have lost a loved one to epilepsy, this episode will not be sponsored. Hi, I am Harriana Hook, and welcome to the Memoir of a Descendant Stand. We start every episode off with a quote from Descendants. So the Descendants quote of the day is, I've learned that you can't live in fear because it doesn't actually protect you from anything. Today's episode is going to be a very sad episode i'll go ahead and say that if you just don't want to listen to anything sad i completely understand because it's taking everything out of me to record this cameron's birthday is coming up it's literally in two days from now of me recording this and it's really been an emotional roller coaster the entire month of may because i'm excited for today but i'm also ready to get it over with because I don't know how I'm going to be on that day. Now, in this podcast, it's just going to be all about Cameron and my background with why I'm such a supportive person of him because so many people just don't seem to get why I am so hurt by his passing and everything. So uh, this video, well, not this video, this podcast this episode is going to be a bit of an explanation about that and I'm hoping you guys do get a better understanding but I do know some people still aren't going to get it and that's okay. I never really had a happy life. I've never fit in with anybody really. I've always just been the outcast of everybody that I was surrounded with. I never really had people that liked the things I liked or acted the way I did. I was always like, you know, the stereotypical weird girl. That was me. And I really didn't have any friends. I did have a few friends, but I didn't really have like a friend friend. One that I could relate to about the things I liked and things like that. I feel like I just had people that tolerated me. Like I mentioned in my podcast, I did with my friend Jayla. That I felt like up until I got into like my later years of high school, all my friends that I had, I felt like they just tolerated me because they knew like if they weren't my friend, I would have no friends. And I felt like they just pitied me and felt bad for me. Now, how I found Cameron, it was like 2011. Oh, God, I this 2011 literally is the worst year of my life. Like, I am not exaggerating it. That's the worst year of my life because that is when some of the most traumatizing things that have happened to me have happened to me. In 2011, I was 12, turning 13. So, but I was mainly 12 that entire year because my birthday is towards the end of the year. Now... I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about what was going on. I'm still not very comfortable with 
saying what exactly happened to me. Like, I few people know what happened to me. Like, I recently just told my father what happened to me. And I just kind of don't feel comfortable with everyone really knowing my business. Like, I, I'm an open book. I don't care who knows what's happened to me. That's just who I am. If you want to know what happened to me, you can look for it on my Tumblr blog. You gotta look for it, though. Because it's on there. When I was in that age, I absolutely hated the middle school I was going to. I was getting picked on every day. I had no friends. And I was also... Dang, I don't... Oh, God. It's so scary to say because it... I've literally accepted the fact that this happened to me. I'm not going to exactly say what it is, but I think you might be able to get a hint about what it is because I, I'm just too afraid to talk about it. But something happened to me that really, really was traumatizing and it really scared me. And I just felt so alone. I felt like I had nobody because I thought I had people to help me. Nobody really did anything about it. It was just really, really terrifying and it was really scary. And... For me to be, I wasn't even a teenager yet, I felt this was like my lowest point. This is like the darkest hole I've ever gotten myself into. I wanted to die. Like, I wanted to kill myself so bad. And I honestly made the decision to do it one day when I came home from school. But I backed out like at the last minute because I realized I can't really... It's just like, I don't know why I backed out, to be honest. And I'm glad I did back out. But I'm glad I stopped. And from then on, I was just not the same anymore. I'm not the same person that I was ever since that day. And it will be nine years since I found Cameron. And it will be nine years since I've tried to kill myself. I found Cameron a month later after my attempted suicide and it started where I was just watching Jesse because this is when Jesse was still new so I was like oh that guy's cute and then I looked up him online I started watching his interviews and then I found all his like old YouTube videos and whatnot and I was like this guy has a similar personality to me He's just a boy and I'm a girl. And that was just really nice to see that there actually was somebody out here in this world that was similar to me. So that really did help me feel less alone. And every time like a new camera interview came out, I watch it. I just be so excited. And then I even like grow the confidence to actually send him some fan mail because yeah, that's how much of a positive impact he had on me at that time because that was the only... Cameron was literally the only person that I felt like understood me, even though I didn't know him personally. It felt better. Like, I felt so much better. I felt like I finally had a friend, even though I didn't know him. But I felt like I did have a friend for once, and I loved that. I loved that. It was just such a great feeling because people were... I can't stand when people are like, yo, she didn't get so attached to celebrities. Yada, yada, yada. You're stupid. You don't know them. Yada, yada. And I'm like, y'all don't seem to understand what people are going through. When you are lonely and young, you are very vulnerable to doing things that you can probably never take back. Because 
I would have probably did some things to myself that would have harmed me forever. Like, I did cut myself once, and I never did it again. And that was going on during that time period because I realized I can't do that to myself. And a scar has gone away. But every time I look at my hand, I still see that scar that I left there for doing that because I was just in such a low state. Now, but having Cameron as being such a positive impact in my life, I never could, like, because you know how people usually outgrow certain celebrities and things like that? Cameron never outgrew him. Like with Beyonce, never outgrowing her ever. And Cameron, I'm never outgrowing him ever. He was always just such a breath of fresh air. He was just such a positive impact on everybody that was around him. Like, if you didn't like Cameron, you were just bitter, okay? And it used to make me so mad when I see people online bullying him and talking about his looks and everything. Like, I would be defending him because it made me that angry. Like, leave him alone. He does not bother anybody. He was just such a great and talented person. And... I felt happy that I was a fan of somebody that was like that. Very unproblematic. Very great guy. Like, everybody would be asking me why am I such a big fan and whatnot. And I just never could tell them the real reason why. Because I was just so embarrassed and ashamed of what I was going through. Because I just felt... Like, all of it was my fault and I brought it all upon myself. I was just really scared. And at one point, I forgot that stuff even happened to me because I pushed it down so deep within because I was so embarrassed about it happening. I just forced myself to forget about it and I did. And I didn't remember a lot of what happened until he passed away. Now, the morning that... I got the news. It wasn't even like officially morning morning. It was like 3 a.m. I couldn't sleep that whole night. Like something just felt weird. I couldn't sleep. Next thing you know, I get a phone call from my friend. And I was like, something's not right. Something's not right. She calls me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Why wouldn't I be? And she's like... Cameron Boyce died and I was like you're lying don't lie to me because I remember that years ago there was like a hoax online of saying that he passed away so I was just assuming it was that she was like no it's official ABC reported on it I was like oh and then the first thing I thought about was his family I was like oh my gosh oh no this cannot be happening. Like, this cannot be happening. Like, I feel like everything was just closing down on me. And I didn't want to be here no more. I was like, nope, if he's not on this earth no more, I don't want to be here anymore. And I realized how stupid and selfish that was of me to say that. And I do apologize because I was just, I felt, I felt like I lost everything. I felt like I lost a friend. I felt like I lost a friend. Like, yeah, it's just simple as that. And I told myself, I was like, oh, it's okay. Because I never really cry when people pass away, like in real life. Because when I've had family members pass away, it never really, like, affected me. Because I didn't know them personally. And the only time I can really remember that somebody I knew in real life that passed away was one of my teachers from high school. And that was one of the saddest days ever at my school. Like, a whole bunch of people had to go home early because it was just that distraught. They were just that distraught. They couldn't handle it. 
I didn't go home early that day, but I I was really messed up that day. I just couldn't stop crying no matter what. It was just so sad. And then the funeral was just even sadder. It was it was a it was really terrifying. I will never forget that day where I saw people that I never thought would cry or like the toughest people, like the biggest, baddest people were crying. And that was really, that was, it was interesting. I'll say that. So I thought I wasn't going to cry because when my friend told me, I didn't cry or anything. I was just, I was really upset. I didn't cry. I was just really sad. So it took about two hours of us being on the phone because she stayed on the phone with me because she was scared of like what I was going to do or they were just trying to keep me calm, make sure I didn't do anything too crazy or anything. It took me like two hours for me and then I just started screaming because it kind of hit me. Like I was like, wait, this is true. This is happening. This is real. Like one of the things that you fear the most is real. Because I'm like, face it, we all have thought about our favorite celebrity or favorite people in our lives passing away. And no one likes to think about that, but we do think about it. And I have thought about it before. And I was just, nah. I was like, I don't want to think about that. Like, when the day comes, we'll probably be extremely old and whatnot. I don't like to think about death because it's... As somebody that wanted to take their own life at such a young age, death is one of the last things I want to think about. But it does cross my mind from time to time. And it just hit me that he was really gone. And I would have to live the rest of my adult life without him in it. And I was just so hurt. And I'm still, like, I've never, like, that day where my teacher passed away, I thought that was the day I've cried the most, like, I cry a lot in general, like at the time when I was getting, like, like in 2011, like I say, the worst year of my life, I cried a lot during that year. I cried like every single day when I came home from school. Sometimes I had to go in the bathroom and cry just to like be alone. But this is the most I've ever cried in one single day. Like I couldn't stop. It was just tears and flooding out of my eyes and I couldn't stop no matter how hard I tried. And my dad, he was just constantly checking on me because he just, I was just, I just couldn't stop crying. No matter what I did, I could not stop crying. And my phone was just blowing up that entire day. Like everybody, like I probably got over 100 messages from people I knew and people I did not know asking me was I okay because I didn't even realize it was that known that I was that big of a fan of camera voice on the internet. I had no idea that it was that known it oh jesus it was so scary like i never want to experience that ever again and i don't wish this kind of hurt on anybody but i just can't help how i've just been worried about his family so much during all of this i make sure i donate to the camera voice foundation every single month i have a recurring donation with them because i was like cameron literally saved my life it's the least I can do. I am going to donate monthly. I do donate monthly. I even purchased 
one of his hoodies that him and his cousin came up to the came up with the design with i not hoodies they're sweaters i do have a hoodie though he was selling when he was with the thirst project i do have one of those hoodies and i wear it all the time i have to wash it a lot though because i have because it gets dirty a lot now because i wear it so much i am dreading that day so much cameron is a great he is one of the best people ever like the world needs more people like Cameron. He was the sweetest person ever. Like, he was so selfless and he always thought about helping other people. And I wish there were more people out here like him. If you know me, I've been talking about on my Tumblr and I spoke about it a few times on Instagram about how I had a horrible therapist. And y'all want to know what stopped me from seeing her? She said something negative about Cameron Boyce's death and that did it for me. I was like, you can talk mess about me, but once you start talking about him, it's over. I'm done. You don't talk about him like that. And I did not appreciate that because I was like, it's obvious that I'm hurt. It's obvious that something happened to me to why I support him so much. And you won't even get to understand why. You just straight up told me that I don't have the right to be upset about him passing away because I didn't know him personally. Like, how dare you? How freaking dare you? And she honestly was a horrible therapist. She has said a lot of really disrespectful and sketchy things to me. But her saying something about somebody I love and supported really did it for me. And I did not. I'm always putting other people before me. And that, that always been an issue with me. I've always put other people before me where people can talk crap about me. But once they start talking about my friends or the people I love, I'm like, no, go, get out no just no and it's like ever since that day where she made me feel like a complete idiot for being so hurt about him passing i still feel dumb i still feel really dumb i still feel dumb because i like she said you don't know him you weren't his friend you weren't his family you don't have the right to be so upset but I do feel stupid now because every time I get upset or when I think about him or whatnot, I just feel dumb because she made me feel that way. And I don't like that because I've talked to people about it and they were like, no, like I see a new therapist now and she was like, no, he helped you like you being a fan of him helped you get through one of your darkest points. You have the right to be upset. And who are you to tell somebody what they can and can't be sad about? I am not going to tell somebody what they can and can't grieve over. Everybody handles things differently. Like, I just still feel stupid, even though I've been talking to people about what happened. And they're like, you're not stupid. It's okay. You're not dumb. Don't listen to what that lady said. But she always made me feel so dumb, no matter what. She always made me feel so stupid. Every time I left her office, I just felt like crap. And sometimes I would cry and I cried so much after that last session I had with her. She told me I need to get over his death. I just didn't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it. And that's the most I ever cried after a session with her. And I made it the decision to never see her again. And I think the reason I stayed with her so long was because I was, I was seeing her for four years. She knew all my secrets and I didn't feel like taking the time to get to let somebody else know me, but I needed that. Like, it was kind of like a toxic relationship. Cameron's birthday is literally the day after my half birthday. So 
I'm going to start trying to do a little thing every year where I celebrate my birthday and his half, my half birthday and his birthday together because I refuse to be sad on his birthday. This is a day where we celebrate the life of him. We celebrate him for all the good things that he's done and how he's made his mark on the world and the positive impact that he has had on people. It just makes me so sad that the one person that was able to bring me happiness makes me so upset now and I can't even look at his face now without even like feeling like some type of way like I can't hear his voice I can't look at him I just can't do it it hurts I don't even like reading his name now because I just like it just kind of reminds me that he's gone he's not gone he's not gone Cameron is still here with us he's living in spirit like, I love the first Descendants movie. That movie makes me so happy. And I can't even watch it anymore because it just makes me so sad. I'm going to repeat the Descendants quote of the day. I learned that you can't live in fear because it doesn't actually protect you from anything. And I've... Cameron is one of the few things that really stopped me from living in fear because I suffer from really bad anxiety and 2011 is the year that it actually started to become an issue for me and I just want to thank him for the positive impact that he has had on my life he's a great person and we sh should remember to keep his legacy up we have to keep his legacy and please, y'all, if you can, please donate to the Camera Voice Foundation. It would mean so much to his supporters and his family and all his loved ones and his friends and the world because this foundation is going to help people all over the world in need. Please donate if you can. I am Hariana Hook, and thank you for listening to the memoir of a descendant stand.